Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, mommies and daddies, spinsters and bachelors, uncles and aunties, grandpas and grandmas. Yes. <laughs> How to make that louder, grandpas and grandmas, because uh, most of what we're going to be discussing today is centered on the grandpas and grandmas. Yes. I welcome you all to another interesting episode of the Women's Impact Podcast. My name is Helen Lucifo, and if you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning in for the first time, you're on to the Women's Impact Podcast, and I want to welcome you all specially to another interesting episode of the Women's Impact Podcast. Here on the Women's Impact Podcast, I discuss issues relating to the home, the Christian home, the marriage, children upbringing with biblical references. I talk about sex, marriage, parenting, and so on and so forth. Here, and today, we've actually started um, a series of a topic titled Sex in Marriage. And today, I'll be taking the concluding episode of that series, that's in Sex in Marriage. And under this topic, I have discussed few um, subtopics, um, which relates to things you shouldn't do during sex, how to avoid sex turn-offs, things you should know about um, sex, dangers of sex punishment, then during the week... I actually had some uh, feedbacks and um, conversation on this same series. A colleague of mine called me and said, I've been listening to your podcast and the episodes have been very interesting. But his wife had doubted if truly I were, it was me and if it was my voice on the podcast <laughs> uh, that she said, according to him, he said his wife said, ah, Mrs. Helen is a pastor's wife. She can't be talking on topics relating to sex. Oh, <laughs> that's where some of us Christians miss it. When we hear sex, we say it, it's a sin to talk about sex. Then, I also met a woman who shared a life issue issued in her church of recent. What happened of recent in her church? A deacon in her parish was caught and accused of adultery sleeping with a younger lady the dickie was sanctioned and chastised the issue made him depressed and he started um, emaciating you know how that could be but on a second look into the matter his fellow um his fellow dickie said that the accused dickie has earlier confided in him and asks what can he possibly do if his wife stabs him of sex. That most times when he demands for sex from his wife, she takes a pillow and moves to the next room. He also met the drama group, the drama coordinator of the church, and requests that they include the scene of uh, women who denies their husband sex into the drama acting. Okay, now the marriage is at the edge of breakup. My fellow sisters, mothers especially, mothers, especially the minister's wives, your husband was first a man before he became a man of God. 
It's blood that flows in his veins and not water. Then, to the men, if you are listening to this, have you also wondered why your wife suddenly starts starving you of sex? Then you should ask yourself, when was the last time When was the last time you took your wife out on a date? Or when was the last time you assisted your wife in, in the house chores, taking care, taking care of the children? When was the last time? Can you remember? Or when was the last time you went out, or you were coming back from work, or you went out on a journey, you're coming back and you bought your wife a gift? Oh, you don't know what she would like her be, or you don't know her choice of gift. Buy her plenty of bras and pants. <laughs> you know they're too much. <laughs> if you recall, in my previous episode, I told us um, about a woman who denied her husband sex. But at the instance of receiving a credit alert, She submitted herself for sex to her husband. But Moses actually need to come to that. So women now use it as a tool to collect or receive money from their husbands. Money that they could have just possibly asked. Conveniently and demand gifts. When the man does not, when he asks, I don't have. But when it comes to sex, it's so okay. It's when he demands for, when he demands for money. And the demands for sex, so it's 50-50. Give me sex. Uh, give me money, I give you sex. No. Don't make your wife a prostitute. She's not a prostitute. The book of Malachi, chapter 2, verse 15 to 16 says, Say, take heed then to your spirit, and let no one deal treacherously against the wife of your youth. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. In another Bible version, that the New Living um, Translation says, Remain loyal to the wife of your youth. Now, back to the real um, subtopic of the day. How to enjoy sex during menopause. <clears throat> I'll start by sharing some hormones that are released during sexual intercourse that are beneficial to our sexual health. I'll just name, there are many of them, I'll, I'll just name two. They are, they are sometimes called the happy hormones. One, the endorphins. Endorphins are chemical hormones released during pleasurable activities such as exercise, massage, eating, and sex too. These endorphins, endorphins rather, helps relieve pain. It reduces stress and improves your sense of well-being. Well-being in every ramification. Mental well-being in, in, in all. Health well-being. So, not having a good sexual life can lead to depression. Then the second one is what we call oxytocin. It's also called the love drug. This hormone is stirred up by simply by act of touching, 
as in those touching that ele- that electrifying feelings of of love when you hug or cuddle your partner now during menopause women may never know what happens to their sexual life a woman must, might not know what happens to her sex life she just feels sees that it has actually derailed the interest has gone the appetite is is no more irregular periods hormonal imbalance and what have you then though that stage of the that menopause stage the menopausal stage the woman's ovary stop making oxytocin what what it called oxtrogen sorry oxtrogen that's which is the main female hormone that could be that 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 secretes uh, this um, that's responsible for this um, um, urges or, or, or sexual urges in, in women yes yes the woman's ovaries stop making estrogen which is the main female sex hormones that could be a tough adjustment because the estrogen is responsible for many bodily functions including keeping the vg when i when it's anytime you hear me say vg that's I, what i mean to say is vagina yes the the, the the vaginal lining elastic and moisture and and it moisturizes it yes the 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 estrogen also helps to power women's libido hence without the vg tissues without it the vg tissues grow weak leading to vg dryness and making arousal difficult on the other hand without the fear of uh, a woman no i'm afraid i, I might get pregnant so i want to stay away from sex from with, with my husband and what have you on the other hand the fear of pregnancy of pregnancy in some women could be more so women could be more relaxed doing um, doing intercourse when they are on monopause because they feel their 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 the menstrual circle has actually stopped when a woman's yes that menstrual that uh, menopausal stage is that um, stage when a woman has stopped seeing her menstrual flow for at least a year then you have concluded that you have um, entered into um, a, a menopause yes you have actually gotten to that stage okay so in that stage some women are more relaxed doing intercourse also they don't have young kids to take up their time so there is more opportunity to enjoy the action but for those women who experience painful sex during the during the time they reached a menopause the sex gynecologists have suggested that the women go through these following steps in order to regain their sex lives again. Number one, invest in a good lubricant. Don't feel intimidated about using or starting to use a lubricant. Don't be shy. It is normal. The dryness occurs when a woman gets to that uh, menopause um, stage number two have more sex this could help your vg tissues from thinning and becoming irritated and this is because arosa causes increase in blood flow to your genitals which can keep your vg tissues healthy 
Number three, frequent exercise. One of the ways a woman who has reached menopause can increase her libido is to work on her health first. You must work on your health first. Then number four, prolonged foreplay. Engaging in a foreplay to arouse sexual drive is very important. Foreplay should start in the morning, not in the evening or that time you want to start demanding for sex from your wife. So yeah, come. It should have started in the morning with a wake-up kisses, gentle pat on the butt, <laughs> hand holding and whispering sweet words during the day. Well, for me, you might not have all the time to want to whisper sweet words to, to your partner during the day. I encourage a test message. My husband can send me a test message too. We can do a test message or a chat. Yes, you can do a chat. Via chat, you can send those sweet words to your partner. You know, they are, they are part of what the, the, the four play we're, we're talking about. So it requires to work a little harder than usual. When a, when a woman has got into the stage of menopause, it actually requires to work a little harder than usual to get into the mood. So be intentional about it. And you as the husband, you really need to help out and also be intentional. Both of you need to be intentional about it. Number five, boost your self-confidence. Menopause stage could change the way some women think about their bodies and sexuality, which consequently affect their self-esteem and sexual drive. To be honest with you, to be honest, so many of us women, we are guilty of this. Especially the Christian sisters. Hey. Unconsciously, we tell ourselves, I beg, now they look me again. Leave the breast, jare. Leave the stomach. Now big belly I get. I know keep person. <laughs> oh my God. We don't, as some of us, we don't even dress to attract our husband. We don't dress like trust our husband. We wear saggy braziers. We go around with bulgy stomach without waist trainers or gadus. We don't package our body. You know, those ladies outside, they know they package themselves and your husband is looking at one person. Probably you are even uh, uh, way, way uh, uh, older. You are way younger than the person your, your husband is making advances with outside. But because the person out there knows how to package uh, 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 herself. And her husband thinks, oh, I've seen a, 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 a more, more prettier and uh, attractive woman than my wife. You need to package your body. Wear a light makeup. Some of us women hide under the disguise of church doctrines. No making of hair, no makeup of any kind, whether shabby, whether the light or not. Some of us will appear shabby, untidy looks. And some of us will say, eh, my husband liked me like that, eh, without hair, without makeup. Who tell you? They will tell you they want you like this because of church doctrine. Don't make your hair, don't, don't make up, don't apply anything, just look shabby. All in the name of doctrine. They will go outside and be attract and be commend, commending, appreciating women that, that are looking good outside. 
tell other women, oh, you're looking sexy, you're looking beautiful, but the one you have at home is looking like, like an old woman. <laughs> you must first of all look good for yourself. Dress well to, improve, to, to impress yourself. Look good for yourself before someone else can appreciate your look. And some of us will say, I don't hold Jare, who they look me. Please stop that. I trust my mom. She never appreciates such statements around her. <laughs> Looking good is a serious business, believe it or not. Number six, talk it out with your partner. Communicating with your partner can help elevate the stress and anxiety associated with sex at menopause. At menopause. Sorry. If your partner isn't the talking type, it's not the talking type, talk to your gynecologist. They can lay an ear or you can talk to a sex therapist. It will go a long way to help you in your, in your home, in your marriage, your sexual life. In conclusion, I want to encourage the women to take the issues of sex in their marriage seriously. And also sex during menopause, seriously. Because one of the reasons you find some men going after women or ladies that are more younger than their wife is because their own wife has ended, has entered into uh, uh, the stage of a monopause. And all these issues have, that I have discussed earlier have started setting in into the woman. It is normal. Yeah. The woman suffers this hormonal imbalance more than the men. Surprisingly, at this stage for the men, they become so sexually attractive, active. Sorry. They become so sexually active, even hyperactive. I wish this to have it back to back at every given time. <laughs> so let's work to strike a balance. Let's work to strike a balance. And you, you, you can go online and, and look the, the, the two um, happy hormones I talked about. The, the endorphins and the, the oxytocin. The endorphins. How do you get it? How do you stir up these endorphins? By hugging, by touching, cuddling, and all of that. If you are still listening to me, you are on to the Women's Impact Podcast. And if you're still here listening to the end of this episode, I want to say a very big thank you to you. I remain your humble podcaster, Helen Usifo. I encourage you all to share on your social media handles with your friends, with your family, your colleagues and neighbors. And God bless you as you share. Till you hear from me again in my next episode, stay blessed. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a wonderful evening. Have a good night rest. Sweet dreams. Bye-bye.